Do you love human design, but sometimes feel off-put by the gatekeeping and culty vibes? We did too. Here at Human Design Hot Topics, we encourage breaking the human design rules and experimenting for yourself. Take what resonates and leave the rest. We will be sharing the controversial pieces of human design, as well as challenging our guests to spill their guts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hot Topics. Welcome, welcome. We are your lovely hosts, Rebecca. I'm Rebecca. Janelle. Yay! And uh, we talk about human design stuff in a way that feels good to us, and we don't care if it's correct or not, because we're just expressing ourselves, man, and we're not really trying to offend. So I feel like if you're not active, for the most part, most people, if you're not actually trying to offend someone you probably won't for most people not everybody yeah well and it's it's weird in the human design space because I feel like some people get really stuck on certain things and so Mm -hmm. they'll get upset yeah we're trying to be open-minded man like it's an experiment we're all in our experiment we're all figuring stuff out and we're both three lines so like we might talk through something and like come to a new conclusion in the during the episode or like a year later, we're like, oh no, we figured out that was wrong for us. The third line stuff has really been jacking with me since I started to revamp my website. Mm. I was like trying to get prepared, prepared, prepared. And then I was like, you actually have to be in the middle of the messiness of doing it before you're doing it. So quit trying to like have the right photos and have the right words. And oh, recently it's been trying to get like social media prepared because I know if I don't have some stuff made, I won't do, like, I'm not going to do it. I'll be like, oh, I don't feel like making this real. So I feel like I have to have some stuff done. Mm. And so I'm having like this push pull of like, okay, get the minimal amount of things you can get done to where you could just put it out and then talk about it because you need to be in it. And that's what I keep telling myself because as third lines, we need to be in it. And that, that means messiness. That means you don't know how it's going to go. And that means changing your mind and your course and your direction, which in this, in the United States in particular, is not looked at as a very positive thing to change your mind or go back on something you said, or, or even if you go, Hey, I thought this, but now I think this, like, sometimes people are like, like, you can't change. Right. Flip flopper. (laughs) I know like so my niece is an emotional manager and at the end of the school year this year she's just finished fifth grade and they were having a talent show and so on the day of the talent show um, where when they signed up they're like hey we're doing this thing you can sign up my niece is like I'm gonna sing I'm gonna sing this song it's gonna be great the Mm -hmm. kids are gonna love it and then after a couple days she's like never mind I don't want to do it anymore and I was like well that makes sense (laughs) 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 like you were all hopped up on this energy and now yeah, I get it. Yeah, like Manny Jen, like sacral got excited and then solar plexus is like, hey man, do you think about this aspect? And and she figured out she wanted to do it. And then her mom, my sister-in-law was like, oh, you're just chickening out like a little- You have to do it. Did they Are they making her do it? Well, I haven't found out because the school year's ending now. So I haven't found out if she had to do it or not. But when her mom was like picking on her for changing her mind, I couldn't help it. And I was like, I think it's okay that she changed her mind. And my niece is like, she like does a little face to her mom, like, see? That like hits me because I feel like I feel like I did that and my mom did that. Like you you said you were gonna do it, you have to do it. 
I did that to you myself. Liked, you liked this at the time, so you have to do it. Yes. I, a lot less now, a lot less, because that's part of the third line I feel like I can really grab onto is like changing my mind and allowing that to be okay. But man, growing up, when you signed up for something for the school play or brownies or, or like just Girl Scouts, if you all don't know, um, <laughs> sports, like anything that you were like, oh, because I would do that. And I would, I know it's because I have a lot of open centers and I feel like a lot of times my open G center would be like, oh, all these kids are excited. Like they look like this, they're excited oh, yeah. about this thing. So I'm excited about this thing. Um, and so you sign up or you're do whatever. And like, we grew up in the old school mentality of you have to do what you say you're going to do. You said you're going to do this thing. You have to do it. You yeah. have to, or, or what you go back on your word or, you know, you like all this other stuff, like you quit. That was my mom's thing. So you're going to quit this thing. You can't yeah. be a quitter quit. No, yeah. I paid yeah. for this. You can't yeah. quit. I know that is a hard one as a parent. Cause I know like I've, I did that with my kid for once he played football one year and I was like, look, I just like, I'm fine with it, but I need you to know that you've got to do this whole season. If at the end of the season, you don't ever do it again, it's fine, but we're going to finish. Oh yeah. Season. My parents were like that too. Like, is this really like, if you soccer was easy, like we like that. So we played that all the time, but like when I got a little bit older, like in high school and I was doing theater and soccer, they were like, which one I ha my soccer coach actually made me pick one <laughs> because, because okay. I was good enough at soccer to be a varsity, but I liked theater. And so he was like, well, that's taking up too much of your time. You have to decide. And I picked theater, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember my parents being, oh my God, it was piano. <gasps> oh my God. I just have this memory of my mom, like because I have long fingers. And so she was like, she would always grab my hands. You have piano playing hands. We listen to piano in the car. And she would be like, you're going to be, she thought I was going to be like this amazing piano player. I was under 10 and she would take me to lessons. And at first I was like, okay, this is fun. And we had a piano at home. So I practice, I did little shows for my sister's friends. Like it was cute, but I'm a kid. So I got over it. I was like, okay, this is boring. Like I like soccer. I like this other, this other stuff. And she wouldn't let me quit at first. She was like, no, you have, like, you have to do this. Cause she thought I would be good at this. Mm -hmm. It kind of drives me bananas that I can't look at her chart for sure. And know that it, cause I don't know her time. Oh, yeah. So I will go back and forth. And I've told you this before. The only thing that changes is define G undefined G. Mm -hmm. So that's like where I have the question. So it's like, well, <laughs> this doesn't help me know anything. Um, except that she was, I'm pretty sure she was emotional, which totally makes sense. But yeah, it was super weird. I remember being like pissed off that she wouldn't, that I had to go to piano. It's like, I don't want to do this. And eventually she let me stop, but yeah, she didn't want me to. Cause I have long, I'm like, what? Just because I have long fucking fingers, like I have to be like a, that was her thing. Like I was left-handed, so I'm going to be good at softball. And then I'm going to become like this crazy pitcher. Like uh, I'm funny. So maybe I'll be like, she always thought like we would have this one thing that would make us be like the star of that thing. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't want to be a star. I was like, I don't want to be a star. I know, you're I, like, I'm fine in the I background. was a good speller. Oh my God, you're going to write so many novels, Janelle. You're going to be like this. No, like, and it's cute that you have all these ideas and stuff as for your kids. But I remember that being, feeling very like pressure. And that's a lot for a mental projector kiddo, right? Who just wants to be seen. Like you want to be seen for who you are. You want to be recognized yeah. and really honored. Just because I like to read doesn't mean like I need to. And that was another thing I think, oh, I think this really messed with me is like, I real as a kid, I thought that everything I liked had to become like a huge part of my life, like a career, or I always have to have this as a hobby. Like, a, like, like I couldn't, this, this stuff always had to be important to me because I liked doing it, mm -hmm. I guess. And it was really weird. Cause I remember like, she was like, you're such a big reader. And as I got older, it kind of fell off and she didn't like that. Um, and she was like, why are you not reading as much? And I was like, I don't know. I like boys. Like, what do you want? <laughs> so much projection. And like 15, right? She was very much, I was her first child. And she had a real crappy childhood. So she was like determined to live some sort of life through me. This is why it's all sounding familiar. Cause you know, what's weird is my mom used to say that about my hands too. She's like, your fingers are so long. Let's you can play the piano, which I took lessons for 10 years. I was pretty good for at 10 it. years. That's yeah. way longer than I took lessons. Yeah. No, I really liked it. And well, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. You like it. But it's just funny, like who tells their kid they have long fingers, you should play the piano. Under 10, moms. like <laughs> a child, a legit yeah. child, you're, you're gonna be a professional pianist one day because of your hands. So please continue. Like that was one of the things I remember her being like legit disappointed and upset about was when I was like, I seriously am not gonna do this anymore. Weird. Like I'm not playing, I'm over it. I'm sure I said it in a much more kid way, but she was sad. Like she was like, Chantel, I just know your potential. And I was like, no, you don't. I don't like this. You just want a kid. I think sometimes it had to do with the money too. Cause she would talk about like, if we were these things, like how much money we would have and make and stuff. Mm, yeah. And twisted up my whole idea of money even more, you know? Mm -hmm. um, well, shit, this isn't what we were going to talk about, but... <laughs> That's okay. We're going with it now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we can we can go. Yeah, we'll talk about what we're going to talk about, too, because this is a good one. Pivot, projector pivot. We are going to kind of talk about rest because Rebecca brought up a good point the other day of how we talk about rest as non-sacrals. And the whole world, really, especially now, is bringing up rest as like a very important thing. I feel like I see it a lot more, not just in the human design world, but a lot of other like social media memes and all this other stuff is like rest is important. Rest, hustle culture is dead, like blah, blah, blah. Um, this isn't hot girl summer. It's like sleep girl summer or something. I saw some dumb <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. Um, and it's all cool to say it, but as non-sacrals in particular, mental projectors, us two in particular, when you go about doing it, how, how does that go? <laughs> because it can be one of those things that's easy to say, 
but harder in practice. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it can be a piece of advice that is dispensed to the non-sacral. Well, rest. You're resting, rest more. That yeah. one always gets me is when people go, well, rest more than you think you need to. Rest more than you think you should. Well, I don't know how much I should or think I need to rest. I don't, what? Like, I, I feel like it should just be, if you're going to give people advice on resting, it should be examples of how you rest. Very third line of me don't want to do it that way. <laughs> um, and also like, good job for whatever way you're resting. Good job. Because just telling people to rest more doesn't really okay <laughs> yeah well and like what does that really mean and how is that different for us as mental projectors versus an energy projector versus a manifester exactly you know, there's all kinds of things to consider and so that's why it's such a personal thing you just gotta figure out how it feels for you but I know for me it's always it's it's weird because I'll lay down and like immediately I'll start to feel guilty or I'll start or my mind will start going already and it's like I'll get an idea and I'm like oh I should write that down before I forget or I'll just look it up real quick before I forget mm -hmm. but then I end up on my phone and yeah that's not cool. yeah but when I take the time to truly rest like if I just give myself a day like I'm not going to think about business I'm not going to do that I'll just like watch a cheesy movie and do mm -hmm. the minimum then the next day I feel so good yeah. So I, I, that, but that only come because I remember like the first time I let myself do that and I'm thinking, okay, it's a rest day. And it was so hard. <laughs> I'm like, cause I mean, single mom life, it's like, there's a million things that always need to be mm -hmm. done. Like, no, we're going to chill. We're going to see what happens. And then the next day I felt so good. Like, and that was all it took was that one time. And then I saw how important it was for me. So yeah. 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 Whole rest day. I mean, I guess I do that, but I don't know if I, I, I don't know. <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's when people talk about it, what is like, how does that go for you? Like if I were to pull, like, if I said, okay, I'm going to have a rest day. Did you do Like, did you do laundry? Did you clean anything? I'm trying to remember. Like, what did you do? Sometimes I will. Cause I usually do laundry on Sundays and it's usually uh -huh. the Sunday where I'm like, I'm just yeah. done. Because so, to me, that constitutes like we were talking about like active rest or something like that, where. Uh, well, if I'm like doing laundry, like I put it in the wash and then I'd watch a movie until I need to. Yeah, go that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, okay. I think a lot of times people think similar to meditation that you have to be in a particular position and you have to do it a particular way for it to count. But rest can be, like you said, throwing in a load of laundry and going and like watching your show for an hour, sitting outside and listening to the birds or like lying on the floor. Um, yeah. The concept of lying down in the middle of the day. That was not is, until <laughs> how long have you been doing it? Because I've been doing it for about five minutes <laughs> and I still don't. It confuses well, me. A couple years ago. Well, and then, so this is another thing, like maybe it just, just different systems, right? So when I first started working from home and I could have my own schedule, 
I like every day at like two o'clock I was just like everything would shut down I just mm. couldn't think and so I would go I'd set a timer I'd go lay down and just close my eyes for 10 minutes if I fell asleep great if not no big deal but I would just lay down set my timer for 10 minutes and that's all I needed I woke up mm. from that drink a glass of water and I was great for the rest of the day yeah and so that I needed that consistently for a while but now it's it's pretty sporadic I don't feel the need to yeah. take a nap every day I know it's, it's so I do. I'm you're right. Like when I do lie down for like 10 minutes and then get back up, I do feel a lot better. Like I used to think it was just going to screw me up and I wouldn't be able to be productive for the rest of the day. Um, I also would think that I would accidentally fall asleep. And then I realized that that's pretty much impossible. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, this is all moving around and I'm thinking about stuff and dogs and like, I can like the concepts of just laying down and closing your eyes, like resting your eyes. It was never, I never really, Sean does it a lot. And it always confused me. Like he'll lay, go and lay down for like 15 minutes with the door to the bedroom open. So he can hear anything I'm doing. And he just lays there with his eyes closed. And I was like, what? I was like, are you sleeping? He's like, no, I'm just resting my eyes. Yeah. That's funny because okay. my kid's dad, who's also a two four generator that we talked about, he would do that too. He would lay down, or it was the weirdest thing. Like he'd lay down for a nap, he'd be asleep, but he would wake up at the exact moment I needed him to wake up because we're like go somewhere or yeah. do something. I'm like, how do you do that? It's so yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, he's great at it, and it's just like you said. It's it, it is different systems for sure because a lot of times my rest is sitting or. I guess walking is at rest. Does walking rest? I don't think it is. I feel like it's kind of mental rest for us because if we're just walking, then our mind can just flow. Oh, I like that. You know, we can enjoy the scenery or whatever it is. That's what I do. That's what I do. I'm very much like, oh, look at the, I'm looking at leaves and colors and I'm feeling the wind and where's the sun and the clouds. And I heard that bird. And then there's another bird. That one sounds different. And like, I get all, Sean makes fun of me, but I get very, not in a mean way, in a very, in a a very funny way. Cause I do get like, um, in fact, I think I told him about my gate 58 and I, we were out doing something and we were walking around and he's like, is this your gate 37? Or just said like a weird ass number. And I was like, what? And he goes, you were just, he's like, you just keep talking about the birds and the plants and everything. He's like, he's like, it's, he's like, like a little kid. And I was like, yes, this is my gate 58. <laughs> Cause that's very much what it feels like when that kind of shit's going on or like my motivation innocence. But yes, if I said that to him, he'd be like, what are you doing? I like um, that he at least remembered that, right? Like he yeah. got wrong, but he was trying. He, well, because I told him, I was like, babe, I do this for a reason. Like, this is my part of my love for life. Like 58 and motivation innocence, I feel like are like, chow, like they go together. Yeah. They're a good pair. Yeah. So I get real excited. I'm just like, oh my God, we're a tree. Look. And <laughs> like we go camping and I'm, it's, I just am like all over the place. Um. But I love that you called that like mental rest because it does very much feel like my undefined crown is opening up and like things are moving around. It feels like pressure is being released, but also space is being created. It's not so much, I I don't feel pressure up here as much as I feel space and no space. 
when I'm outside, I almost always feel spacious up here. Yeah. And inside it goes either way, depending on where I am um, or what's going on, obviously, in here. But root, I feel pressure. This is like, it's open or closed. Mm -hmm. Mm, I get that. Yeah. Um, But I like the idea of that because I guess it isn't rest, but it's, it's hard for me to sit still. I have a really hard time. Yeah. With your open route, like it's yeah. a super open route. So I make jokes with Sean and I shouldn't, I don't know if I should make jokes because I know where ADHD is a real thing and I haven't been officially diagnosed and I'm not a doctor, but he makes like, again, this is something he notices like when we're watching TV or doing something sitting down, I'm always like every five or 10 minutes I'm up doing something. And he's like, he's like, do you do this when I'm not here? And I said, oh, it's so much worse when you're not here. <laughs> I'll just be in the kitchen for like two hours or around the apartment for like two hours cleaning and doing things and show a show will be on. And I'll be like, oh, that was funny. And oh, cool. I'll, I'm over here now. Like I have a really hard time sitting. I mean, you can tell mm-hmm. like, so I, I don't know. I wonder if I do have some sort of something because I can't, I can't sit still. I don't watch movies. I don't know the last time I watched a movie. It's so funny because I used to do that too. Like I could not sit through a whole movie at all. But now I feel like, like, especially lately, like I've been sitting and just chilling for so much longer than I ever have in my past. So I don't know what energy shift happened, but. I have to make myself do that better because not better, but not make. Okay. I rephrase. I have to experiment with that more because I do it better when I'm outside. Now that the weather is better, if I can sit outside because I hear the birds, I see. But if I'm inside and there's nothing happening, I think I need like need like some kind of I don't know. Like when I meditate, it I it's guided, like someone's talking Mm -hmm. and music. I like background music and talking. Um so that's very interesting to me that I have a hard time with like real quietness and finding that like restful because my mind just if if it's all quiet then this just starts going hey pay attention to us Mm -hmm. but if I have something to listen to like a guided meditation I can really practice and train myself to listen to what they're saying I still get pulled away but like if I try to meditate with nothing I don't know how that would go yeah it would be hard because I can't and that's the other thing that like I wanted to make sure we address is like rest is going to look a ton of different ways. And if you tried it and it didn't work out for you, maybe someone came in and interrupted you or you got up from your bed and went and did your thing or whatever like that. Like if it didn't work out, you didn't fail at attempting to take care of yourself and rest. You try, you tried it and you're just going to try it again. And like, it's not like you're incapable of taking care of yourself in that way or that you actually have that much to do in your life. I know everybody has a myriad of things to do, but you can always take five minutes to rest. Um, I should probably tell myself that because like I said, I think a lot of times that I'm resting, but really I'm sitting with my phone and my iPad and my planner and this human design book over here. And it's like, that's not, that's like the opposite of resting. I tr- try to like make myself multitask 
because I feel like I'm sitting down. So I have to make like this productive rest and to be productive. I have to do 10 things at once from the seat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do that too. <laughs> and we were talking about the phone things before the phone before I came on and, um, I told you my friend got like phone jail and I think that that's a good idea. It scares me, but <laughs> it scares me too. But I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I think this is going to happen. I'm like, Sean, if we did it, cause I told them I'm like, if we did it. We'd have to get one big enough for my iPad because I'll just go look at everything on my iPad. I don't, go over I don't, there. She, like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> like, okay. Phone's locked up. iPad. This, yeah. And I, this is, we talked about this. Like when people talk about hiding their Instagram app on their phone or like moving stuff around. <laughs> okay, I know how my phone works. If yeah. I have to swipe 12 times to get to Instagram, I'll do it. I don't care. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter to me. He actually has turned on the phone time thing, like how much you use your phone. I don't even remember what it's called. Um, usage notifications or whatever, because I didn't have that on. And now mm -hmm. it pops up and is like, hey, every week you spent, you know, 80 hours on your phone or however much long. It's not that long. I'm not that bad but I'm not great <laughs> yeah um I know it'll pop up it's like usage of five hours a day on average or something and I'm like ah! but I do listen to a lot of books I listen to a lot of podcasts mm -hmm. and stuff and phone. that's what Sean reminded me too he's like you use it for work you like listen to pot like you do this kind of stuff and I was he's like just look at he's like this is what he told me. He goes, when that stuff pops up, if you really want to be held accountable, he's like, look at your Instagram time. I, was like, mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> but that's going to be a lot of it. I'm going to live in ignorance. He's like, you can just look at the individual Instagram time. I'm like, ah, good to know. <laughs> I've never looked at that ever. Um, but it does help for me to put my phone in the other room some a lot of the times I even told you I haven't done this in a while but I got myself a coloring book to like mm -hmm. because sometimes we would be watching a show and I would have my phone and show um, phone show phone and I started to feel like sick because I have get really bad motion sickness and so I think the focusing was messing around with me and I also I took a deep dive into this one day looked at like um, scroll induced motion sickness, which is like a real thing because so many people are on their phones now and the scrolling motion specifically like screws with the way your eyes are tracking and can just yeah. make you sick. And so I was like, oh my God, I'm totally making myself sick. Scrolling on my phone, looking at the show, this, 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 this. So I got a coloring book so that I can watch TV and color. Cause I was like, well, this is easier to do two things at once, yes. you know, and, and then my brain's actually chilling out. And Sean was like, why don't you try just watching the show? And I go, I've done, I've tried that. I'll just get up and I'll start like doing something else. Yeah. So You're like, that's not going to work. <laughs> I like have to keep myself occupied. And I know it's conditioning of, of the technological world and all the advancements that we have now that we can do 12 things at once and having yeah. instant gratification of all of our questions and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I know I could probably work on like deconditioning myself from that a little bit, um, one thing at a time, things like that, which is so crazy that that's my um, determination is uh, alternating. 
Yes. Appetite. Well, you're time. alternating between the phone and the TV. <laughs> Simultaneous alternation. Like, hello, it's a thing. So, um, Which, yeah. But, okay. Speaking of like ADHD and randomness, look at my disco ball lighting up my corner. I know. It looks really good. <laughs> It does. I was going to say, hey, it, it did look like that a second ago. Ooh. That's really cute. I like that. <laughs> I like that that spices up your life in your corner. It does. Yeah. Well, the sun's hitting it just right. And then I have crystals in my window too. So sometimes it'll be this. Oh, you thing. made it all cute. Yay. I love it. I love it. That reminds me of the, the post by Vanessa Henry lately about like your environment and stuff. We'll have to do a good environment episode because um, yeah, it's kind of all about that over here. That would be fun just to unpack how we experience ours. I like it. Yeah. So yeah, rest is important, but think about what happens when you go, you go to rest. You say it's rest time. Like what does your body do? What does your mind do? What is your unconscious behavior? For me, it is try to busy myself with as many things as possible so I can avoid whatever rest I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times I'll say, I'll go do my work outside and that feels restful to me because I'm outside, but I'm also still working. And when I do that, I make a point to take all my work stuff and put it away while I'm still outside and then sit there for a little while without it. So mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have done that otherwise. So it's probably good for me to take my work and stuff out there, but rest can look however you want it to look. Um, And if you're watching like a trashy TV show and that's feeling very restful to you, cool. Then that feels great. Cause sometimes you need to like decompress, especially you've been around a lot of people. Yes. Um, That's one of my favorite things. They're like a cheesy movie. I watched last week, I was like feeling overwhelmed. And so I watched Bill and Ted but like the updated one, the most recent one, I don't know if you knew they had one. They just made it a couple of years ago. I can't remember. Anyway, it was great. It was like, the, first, the first one is my best friend's favorite movie of all time. The oh my gosh. It's original so Bill and Ted's. Vintage I don't think Kino. I've ever seen it. Uh, it's so, so cheesy. Movies. So cheesy. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm also very like comfort show oriented, which also makes me think I have like some sort of neuro something oh my gosh the amount of times I've watched Gilmore Girls is insane (laughs) but mine is like crime shows like Law and Order Criminal Minds how Um, is that a comfort show (laughs) that's what Sean says Sean Sean won't can't watch those shows with me he's like I won't watch that stuff with you he's like I don't like it and I'm like Mm -hmm. really I think it's comfortable because I've seen it oh I've seen it so many times I know it's gonna happen yeah but those are the types of shows I'm drawn to. Right now I'm watching Covert Affairs, which is a show from like the early 2000s with Piper Parabu. She's a CIA agent, but they're so hard to believe. That's the thing is the, it's not just the genre, it's the time of time. Like current ones, no, not really. Old shit, yes, please give me all that stuff because it's so implausible. And to watch like the action and, I tried to watch Charmed fairly recently and that one's real old. I don't even know if I can do that one. Yeah. It's like mid nineties, I think. It started in the, yeah, mid, late, maybe like 97. So yeah. Yeah. It's real hard because I was like, wow, this, 
not just the acting that's bad, but like techno technology has gotten better. Like all the stuff has gotten better. So you're like, oh, this is rough. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think because it's so fantastical to me, I'm like, this would never happen this way. She's a CIA agent. This just because she dyes her hair, people don't know who she is. Like, I'm so, it was so confusing. It's like, it's almost comforting in that way that it's not, it could not go this way in real life. Like it wouldn't work. It's fun. It's totally make-believe. And I think that's why I'm very much like, because I know that would never really happen, but Sean, he, SVU is like his least favorite show. I, if he comes in the house, I have to turn it off. He doesn't mm-hmm. like to hear their voices or what they're talking about. He's like, Janelle, you know what they're talking about on that show, what happens on that show. It's all about sexual assault. And I can't believe you could just watch that. And I was like, I know, but it's incredibly popular and it's been on for 25 years. So it's not just me that likes it clearly. Yeah. Yeah. And the majority of the viewers are women. So I don't know what to tell you. Oh my gosh, the whole thing where a bunch of women are really into true crime podcast and everything right now. Like I have a couple of my good friends who love it and I cannot handle it at all. I do not want to have They made a TV show called Based on a True Story about a woman who's obsessed with true crime podcasts and tries to create her own. And inevitably, I think she kills somebody. I don't know, something happens. Um, But it's very, I saw, it popped up on my thing. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't do those either. I think because it's the first word in the title is true. And I'm like, mm, right. right. Good. I want fake crime podcasts. No. Um, but have you seen Only Murders in the Building? It's on Hulu. No. Okay. That one is really good. But it has Hulu stuff is hard for me. <laughs> Lena Gomez, Steve Martin, and Martin Short are the three main actors. And they're amazing. And so they're like into true crime, but then a crime happens in their apartment building. So then they f- try to figure it out and make their mm-hmm. own podcast about it. And it, <laughs> it's really good. But it's, I mean, it's Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez. So. Steve Martin went to my high school. Really? Cool. I know. He graduated like four or five years after my stepdad. My stepdad went to my high school too. Garden Grove, California. Nice. That's the biggest claim to fame that they have. <laughs> it's a good one though. It's a good one. Yeah, um, I would take that one. Yeah, I don't know. Comfort stuff like that is, it's all, I think it's, maybe it's gate five, but it's, I've always like always been like this. Like these are the shows I've always watched. Like yeah. since I started to like get into shows is these types of shows. And I, like you said, I'll go back. I've seen, I've watched Law and Order SVU so many times. Like I can, when I first moved here, I didn't have cable, but I had my Sex in the City DVDs. Uh, and I can like, if it's on, like if, it, if it's on the TV or if for some reason someone quotes it or whatever, if someone puts a, a Sex in the City meme on, I know all the words after that part. I'm like, oh, if this is a whole scene, here it goes. I've seen it so many times. I can't watch it now. I can't. And I can't watch the new one. I tr- I was like, I'm gonna, I kind of got excited about it. And I'm like, oh, the new one, cool. And I can't like bring myself. I think I watched the first episode. Isn't that the I one where big guys? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one yeah, first I one I watched. And I think I was like, oh, okay, I'm good. Yeah. He's like dying and Carrie's like, no. It was awful. But also that's the other reason why I like that show is because it was such a time period 
It like was. you can't. And I know some of the episodes and some of the things that people say about it. It's not very PC. You're right. It probably wasn't. But um, <laughs> I rather enjoyed it. And I loved the clothes. I was so into like the mm-hmm. style. I hated Miranda's style so much. It was awful. It was like, I don't know what they're trying to do with her. But I, I couldn't. Anything she wore, I was like, this is awful. But everybody else. They styled her or her hair. Like, I don't uh, feel like they did her any favors. No, no. But all the rest of them, I love their outfits because they were so like their character, even though they weren't my style. I was like, oh my God, this is so cute for Charlotte. Um, But yeah, that was a big, I feel like I get really into like time periods of the, like the shows that really show off their age. I'm like, yes. I love I this 2005 show. <laughs> yes. Well, and even like the Sex and the City or Friends, like the ones that start kind of- I go back 90s, that far to Friends. But, then, but... <laughs> um, but I love it because they have the transition of like pre-internet cell phone. And then you can see when they get their first cell phone or like they send their first email mm-hmm. or that, that just, I love it so much. I don't know. Oh why. yeah. And Sex and the City when she was using like AOL, I was like, oh God, it's a messenger. <laughs> <laughs> I use this like yeah yeah when it was like the beginning days of internet and people didn't use it for very many things and then it was yeah they would show it on tv or like her flip phone it's like oh. yeah the flip phone I miss Flippy that just, like snapping that phone closed was so satisfying <laughs> you can still get them I think but I don't know if it'd be as fun yeah I don't know. can you just snap it like that it's a screen now you can't well just... you can have like an old phone like without a screen you can I still wish I would get, have kept my like, razor my hot pink razor mine was the was that the foldy one I had mine was the Nokia the first one was the Nokia the school the like yeah. rectangle yeah that was just like this what was this <laughs> the oh. rectangle I had a couple of flippy phones, but I don't think I had a fancy one. I think I had like off brand, like Samsung or whatever. <laughs> like I had off brand ones. Um, but yeah, so rest how you're going to rest and get real with yourself about what resting really is and what you have the capacity to do at the time. Um, and put your phone away. And I'm going to tell myself that too. And I think. I'm going to put it somewhere. I hide it. Like I told you this, I hide it in my apartment. And then I can go a little while without realizing where it's at usually, especially if Sean's here, because he's very entertaining to me. Um, and then I'm like, oh my God, I haven't looked at my phone for a couple of hours. Like, how did that, how did that happen? <laughs> but then I'm like, where is it? What if yeah. someone needs me? And that's the thing. Like, that was the thing for me originally was like, well, what if somebody messages me? and offers me like my dream career or says, hey, here's a million dollars or I'm a huge celebrity and I love to talk about human design with you on my podcast that billions of people listen to. Like, what if that happens? I have to know immediately. (laughs) Because I have my phone on silent overnight. So if like anybody calls, like if someone gets hurt or something bad happens, I'm sleeping. (laughs) But during the day, it's like, I must know constantly what's going on. And so I have to remind myself, like, it's okay to not know what's happening, like in the moment in the world, like it's be in your moment. Like, yeah, you don't okay. need to know everybody else's moment. Like, be in well, this and I, just, I turned notifications off for a bunch of stuff on my phone. Oh, I've never had them on because I would just, that yeah. would 
I have been one for texts because like, like I said, if Sean's at a wedding, I want it if something happens or yeah. whatever, but my kids, but like Instagram face, like nothing. Oh, I have never had that on. That would drive me. Oh my God. I'd be so much worse if I had that on. Yeah. It's like a fun surprise. It's like, Ooh, did anybody message me? <laughs> Any little red dots or numbers? Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> Why is it so fun? It's like, Oh, <laughs> yeah it is it's it it's funny um and then I think about celebrities I'm like oh my god they just must constantly have stuff happening and that seems worse so then I get okay with the fact that nobody knows who I am but yeah. I'm just a regular Joe or Jade or Jill or Jack huh it'd be a lot to keep up with for sure I would have to hire that see that's the first that's the thing is like if I ever had a business that felt like it was getting out of hand, I think I would immediately hire some sort of social media somebody. Cause that's where I know I would be like, I can't do this. Like it would just, I can do all, I think I can at least handle for the most part other stuff, but that's the one I'd be like, you do it. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, first of all, I'm poor. And second of all, I'm scared it would look inauthentic because I don't really have like a, I'm working on my point of view, as you know. Yeah. It's, it's shifting and changing. Um, <laughs> is there anything else that you wanted to say about rest? I don't think so. Be nice to yourself, people, about resting or if you can't rest or if, something happened that messed it up for you or if you rested but you don't feel rested it doesn't mean you messed it up it probably means you should be resting more where you should put your phone down and actually just close your eyes <laughs> yeah how exactly when you rest what does it look like what are you doing are you not doing anything hooray good for you it's very hard <laughs> for me, this just goes and I'm very distracted by shiny things. And it's just, mm. so if you can do it without anything, bells or whistles, cold turkey resting, congratulations. You're ahead of the pack. And now I feel like it's about resting when you don't think you need it and resting for longer than you ever have before. Go for like a rest record. That sounds mm -hmm. fun. And for the rest of us, we're just going to work on putting our phones down, turning the TV off, maybe stopping listening to your podcast. Cause like, not you in particular, but maybe that's somebody's like, oh, shit, now I have to do meditations without my, God damn it. Because I'm saying this, I feel like I have to do meditations without my um, <laughs> I think guidedness. Because I'm telling other people to turn their stuff off. So now I have to turn it Well, let's think about this though. What's your determination? What's your cognition? Why are you using that thing? Are you using that thing as a crutch or are you using it because it's actually making you more effective? So no, like. Okay. Okay. Thanks for, thank you. <laughs> Fixing that for me. Because I was like, ah, crap. If I tell them they can't listen to their podcasts and that's like the thing they do that helps them, then I have to do silent meditations. Yeah, because if somebody is a high sound determination, then it probably helps them to have something on. Yeah. If somebody's low sound, you know, the 6124 kind of needs silence. So sure, like 
you probably need to turn something off and experiment with that. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I do have silent. I like to drive to work in my car without anything on. And that's like 20 minutes. Yeah. So I don't put on music or podcast or anything. I drive. I've, but I've always been kind of a silent driver. After I got past a certain age, of course, I, when I first learned to drive, I was like, Burr. but after a while, I don't know why I just don't like to listen to anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. I don't. And also as projectors, a lot of times we give advice that we don't take. So <laughs> this is how it goes. If we took all of our advice, we wouldn't be able to, to be humans. <laughs> Well, Every- I'm not meant to take all the advice that I give because it's not for me, it's for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe if you are listening to things or distracting yourself with things while you're resting, as Rebecca said, look at the reasons why you have that stuff and maybe experiment with not having it. And maybe I will experiment with like not. I think if I meditated outside, I could do it because there's like birdie sounds and stuff. Yeah. That will help me. Um, or maybe I should just try at first to do it to music without words. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. So thanks for listening to us talk about rest. And if you have any comments, let us know what are restful things to you. Maybe we said something that you're like, oh, if I just stop doing that, that'll it'll be way more restful. So thanks, guys. So let us know how you feel. If you have any questions or if you have any ideas for future podcasts, we want to hear it all. Let us know. So thanks, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to rate and review because that helps us help more people. Is there something you want to hear? Let us know. Your idea might be our next episode.